Start of show, all positions stand by. Welcome to Living Live with Ross Video, a look at the tech and the people shaping the future of live production. Live on five, four, three, two, one, go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living Live with Ross Video. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the show. Today, we're diving in and talking about metadata and talking mainly about why it's so important to the overall production process. And we're going to be talking to the man who literally wrote the book on metadata. It's Chris Lennon, the Director of Standard Strategy at Ross Video. Chris, welcome to the program. Thanks for joining me. Hey, Tyler. It's, uh, it's good to be here and uh, glad to be able to talk about one of my favorite subjects here. Absolutely. Well, we are thrilled to have you here on the show with us today, Chris. But, you know, we're talking about metadata, obviously, and we're going to talk about the book that you wrote on metadata here in just a moment. But before we get to the book, Chris, um, and discuss this in more depth, uh, can you just bullet point for us some of the reasons why metadata is so important to the production process? So, yeah, metadata is important, period, as, as far as I'm concerned, and I think as far as everybody's concerned. But it's particularly critical from a, a Ross video perspective when you're talking about production. And even live production throws another wrinkle into that. But let's just talk about production first of all. You know, production is really where everything starts, right? And so, you know, if you uh, if if you don't put things in correctly to begin with, you have the old garbage in, garbage out axiom, right? That if you don't do it right the first time, um, you know, it's 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 tough to it makes it tougher to fix it later on. And so, um, with with the with us being focused on the on the realm of production, it's absolutely critical we get the metadata in there that's needed and get it correct because literally everything else in the media work work chain um follows on from where we where we start here so um again if we don't get it right it's a it's a problem and then it, it's even worse if we want to say it's even more more complicated i guess um since we're focused not just on production but on live production yeah the to, to go back to a another old axiom um, you know, you can fix it in post. Well, you can't do that when it's live. <laughs> so, so we don't even have post that we can lean on and say, eh, we get it wrong. You can, you know, fix the audio, fix the video. You can fix the metadata. No, there's no real opportunity to do that. Uh, so yeah, it's, um, it's absolutely critical that we get this right at the, at the very top of the chain here. And it's really, it's where a lot of the critical metadata comes from, right? Is, is production. You get all this information from the cameras and and the various systems that are involved in in production so i mean you you've got all the information there so there's no excuse not to put it in and get it right to begin with you know that's that's a great point and i love that phrase garbage in garbage out it reminds me of uh, what my mom used to say when i would watch television as a kid uh, that's a joke of course but uh you know it's something um that in this particular case what are the ramifications of not having the correct metadata at the beginning of this process what are the results of that you know, there, there, there are a lot of problems that you create downstream, but just to really simplify it, I think, you know, everybody's all about you know, maximizing efficiency, right? And minimizing costs. And you do a lot of that by way of automation. Um, and everybody loves automation when it works, right? But uh, often when it doesn't work, it's because it's not being given the right data to do what it needs to do. And that's metadata, right? So um, if we don't have the correct metadata in there in the first place, um, you can't expect the uh, the various solutions you have downstream that are intended to uh, automate other processes to operate correctly. And so that that's probably the simplest way I can put it, Tyler, is that you know, you're going to make things much less efficient 
and not allow the processes that could be automated to actually be fully automated. And so it's going to cost you time. It's going to cost you money. It's going to cost you frustration. And you're just not going to end up with nearly as good a production as you might have otherwise if you had done a little bit of work up front. Um, it's, it's kind of like... I hate to go back to these uh, these old sayings, but you know this this one just popped into my head. It's like with a carpenter, right? You know, you measure twice, cut once. It's the same thing here. You like you let's let's do the the work up front to make sure we've got this all lined up, and then everything just falls into place. That's an absolutely fantastic point. You're you're absolutely right about that. Now, as I mentioned off the top, you wrote the book on metadata. It is called The Media Workflow Puzzle. And uh, I believe you have it there for us to show us. Uh, There it is on the screen. Um, You know, tell us about the book and why you felt that this topic was important enough to write a book about it. Yeah. um, You know, it's not like I had nothing to do and just said, oh, let's just write a book. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, you know, this, this actually came out of um, working with a, uh, a an industry colleague by the name of Clyde Smith, um, and we we were looking at uh, just kind of the state of the industry and what do people who are new to the industry or executives what do they go to in order to learn how all this stuff that we all take for granted fits together? And Clyde and I kind of looked at that and we're like, you know, nobody's actually written any of this down. It's just kind of captured in the heads of all of us of how this all works. And, and we all kind of just, uh, you know, assume everybody else knows what, what, what we know. What we hadn't realized though is, I mean, none of us know it all. And so, um, so we decided, boy, it would be a good service back to the industry to put a book together. Um, and just at a very high level, not super technical or anything, just very high level outline how um you know the the uh how the media workflow puzzle if you will fits together from from top to bottom and we chose the word puzzle very intentionally um people often and i think uh, earlier in the in, in the podcast here i mentioned uh media workflow chain and uh so I, i'm as guilty as anybody else it's not really a chain the chain implies you've got one link goes to another link goes to another link and it's nice and linear wouldn't it be nice if it was that simple? It's not that simple. <laughs> it's actually more like a three-dimensional puzzle. Um, you know, and so um, so that's why we use the word puzzle is that everything kind of interconnects in here and it iterates back on itself. It's not it's not a linear thing at all. So so we chose that title and we decided early on that um, the best way to do this would be to pull in the 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 best of the best that we could find in terms of industry experts. Uh, round them up and say, okay, you know production really well, or you know post-production pretty really well, or distribution, or wh- what have you, um, and have them all work together, and the sum would be greater than the, the parts, right? Um, and so there was a really interesting phenomenon that happened. So we brought together all these people who had decades of experience, kind of like we did, and, and kind of we all thought we knew it all, and we're like, oh, yeah, we're experts. We'll write all this. Uh, you know, to a person, every one of the people who contributed to this book came back and said, oh, wow, by doing this, I realized how much I don't understand. Both, you know, both in their own area, which is embarrassing enough, right? You say you're, you're, a, uh, you're a distribution expert and you're like, well, when you start to actually write it down, you're like, well, why do we do that? I know we've always done that, but why do we do that? But then, you know, we, we were actually very inclusive of everybody and said, 
when we collected it all together we and then we edited it down we said we want all of you to read this and just see just make sure that we've captured the spirit of what you wrote it was challenging to take 20 different voices and make them sound like one but i think we we did our best with that um but then when people read the whole book the the contributors read the whole book they said oh wow so i understood even less about the other parts of this than i thought i did so it was it was very humbling for all of us but a great exercise and i think it validated um why it was important to put this down in in writing um because none of us know all this uh and so you know i think it's a and and we found uh, since it's been released it's been i've received a lot of uh a lot of feedback from a lot of industry veterans saying oh man this is great that you've actually got this all in one place now i actually understand a little bit better how this all uh, fits together you know you're absolutely right that's that's one of my favorite phrases you don't know what you don't know like you said and and i think it's important to to realize that and to understand that sometimes in life and you said that you thought you were an expert until you started doing research for this book and you realized that there are just a lot of things that, that maybe you didn't know as much about as you thought you did so what sorts of things did you learn about metadata that might surprise other people as well Ooh, boy that's a tough one um there, there wasn't one thing. There were so many things that I, uh, that I learned, and it was. I think it was more understanding um, why different things happen in in a particular sequence and why they happen the way they do, and then you understand why getting that metadata correct in the first place is absolutely critical. In the past, you'd say, "Well, I just know I need this set of metadata," but you didn't necessarily know exactly what it was driving at. So, um, you know, it's hard for me. Tyler to point at one specific uh, example of that because there were a lot of aha moments in the process of of doing this where I'm like oh you know that now this makes sense now I understand you know why this is so critical um maybe if I was to distill it down a little bit um it uh, the one thing that kind of stood out to me is people talk a lot now about um the the long tail of distribution where you're you're the, the content, even live productions, are living on in being reversioned for later use and um, you know, different distribution mechanisms. And that you know, content seems to have a much longer life than any of us ever imagined it would with, with the new over-the-top platforms and people being able to get to or expecting to be able to get to virtually any piece of content on any device at any time they want to get at it. Well, that doesn't all happen by accident. And so it may... I guess that's the biggest thing that occurred to me is that um, this is be, this is now a much bigger problem or opportunity, depending on how you want to put it. Let's say it's an opportunity. Uh, it's a it's a, it's a much bigger opportunity for us to uh, really realize the full value of the content that we're creating, uh, and that none of this happens without having the metadata captured correctly in the first place and passed all the way down. So yeah, I get I guess kind of the the, the new world we're in now with the non-linear and on-demand distribution of content and the fact that it kind of lives forever um, now is a, is a much, uh, it's, it's a much bigger opportunity. Yeah. That's fantastic to hear. And I think you're absolutely right. So people should definitely go pick up the book, The Media Workflow Puzzle. Uh, it is a fantastic book that really dives into metadata. You know, and you mentioned earlier that idea of automation and the garbage in, garbage out idea. Um, and as we continue to move forward in media, how important do you think that this will be? And how can people educate themselves in this area of automation? Well, I'll answer the last question first, Tyler. They can educate themselves by reading the book, right? <laughs> 
No, I'm, ter- I'm, I'm terrible that way. But anyway, um, you know, I, I, but I do think it, it's in it, the book. The book does not provide all the answers. It's only you know, it's less than 300 pages. So it's a it's a very high level kind of thing. But maybe it opens people's eyes more to the fact that they, um, you know, we all get guilty of going into things not only in our jobs but in our daily lives, kind of with blinders on. That you know, we're like, okay, I, I'm I'm really good at this. I'm going to focus at this, and we often don't look in the periphery, right, of of, of what's going on, on on either side of us. Um, and so, you know, I hope that it actually opens up people's eyes more to that. Um, that that they need to be aware of how other things um, interact within the the whole media ecosystem and how important it is that it all uh, interact. And if I were to back up to the first part of your question. Uh, which you know, going forward, uh, you know, is is this whole thing going to become more important, less important? I I would have to think that this is all going to become even more important because we're you know every year we're leaning more and more on automated processes, on artificial intelligence, machine learning, and it's it, you know you can't just say that well okay we we're going to have artificial intelligence and machine learning and so the computers are going to do all this for us. That's really not the way that works. You know, they have to be fed, uh, you know, at least some initial intelligence and guidelines from us in, in order to start doing their work. And and I, I've contended that uh, we're at the very beginning of using things like AI and ML in the media business. Um, you know, it, it's a, at a very immature stage right now. And in fact, I would argue that most things that we're doing that we call AI and ML really aren't they're just kind of cool algorithms and nice code that somebody's written they're not really learning you know but i think i think what we're doing right now is laying the foundation for a lot of that um so i don't want to you know be a total wet blanket on ai and ml i think it's great and i think it's it's where we're heading with a lot of processes but again these things just don't figure everything out on their own and we you know we as humans can't just step back and say it's all going to work so again the key to all of that and Really, the reason you're using a lot of things that are labeled today as AI and ML is to collect metadata. That's what they're doing. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be um, not just because I'm kind of a metadata uh, geek here. Uh, I think I just think objectively this is going to become uh, all that much more critical. And uh, yeah, ultimately it's going to make our lives much easier, right? When when we can automate this to you know the the nth degree, but uh, yeah, I'd characterize it as we're in early stages right now. Absolutely fantastic stuff here, Chris. Uh, Chris, I want to turn it over to you before we sign off here today uh, to give us any final thoughts, any conclusions, anything you want to leave the audience with here today as we uh, wrap up our conversation. Final thoughts. Um, yeah, maybe a couple. Um, I, I think it's and it all kind of centers around convergence, um, that we're really seeing a lot of convergence in the media business. Uh, when I look at uh, getting exposure to uh, both things coming from the, the Hollywood community for digital cinema and then the television community, both traditional and, and new media, um, you're seeing all this converge very rapidly, both in terms of equipment being used, solutions being used, um, and processes. You know, it's, it's all become digital. Uh, the, the lines between um, consumer, prosumer, and professional solutions are blurring every day. Uh, and I think that's all going to continue. And really the lines between cinema, television, new media, and even the lines between live production and you know 
more episodic or feature film production. Um, they're blurring as well. It's it's you know, these all these areas used to be very independent silos, and uh, to me, those silos are breaking down all the time, and it's all kind of converging and coming together. Which, um, you know, depending on how you look at it, that could be terrifying to people who are used to the way it used to be. Uh, but uh, but I think it's actually exciting, and it it opens up whole new opportunities for um, you know those of us who are maybe more traditionally television people. Uh, to learn from what's been done in these other areas, what's been done in Hollywood over the years that maybe we haven't leveraged, what's been done in the uh, the pro AV realm uh, that we haven't leveraged. We can all learn from each other, and I think there's huge opportunity there um, to do that. And uh, so that's kind of where I'd leave off. I think we're in an exciting time here, uh, and I think convergence is going to make this all much more um, much more interesting. And um, metadata is the heart of all of this. Well, Chris, thank you again so much for joining us here today. And if you could give the book one more plug here before we uh, we sign off for the day. All right. So yeah, it's the uh, the media workflow puzzle. Uh, kind of looks like this. It's a uh, there's ebook, uh, there's paperback, there's hardcover, and uh, like you said, Tyler, you can kind of buy it wherever you want. Um, the best way to find it is just Google the title. Um, it's uh, the SEO stuff is set up pretty well, so uh, it'll actually come up pretty high on the uh, on the search list. Um, and, um, yeah, please, uh, please grab a copy of it, read it. And, uh, I'd love to hear feedback from, yeah, I, I enjoy open my, opening my inbox in the morning and, and getting feedback, uh, any feedback that we can get on it. Uh, I've already had people say, you know, when are you writing a second edition of this? And, uh, yeah, I don't know. No time soon. It was a big, <laughs> it, it was a big undertaking, but who knows, you know, in a few years, this will become dated and, you know, maybe we will. Fantastic stuff. The Media Workflow Puzzle. Go check it out. Go make sure that you find it uh, if you're interested in learning a little bit more. Chris Lennon, Director of Standard Strategy for Ross Video. Chris, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast again and sharing your expertise in the realm of metadata. Thanks, Tyler. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Living Live with Ross Video. We appreciate it very much. Of course, we have plenty of episodes of the podcast for you to go back and listen to. So if you want to dive into more topics in the production world, make sure to go subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or find the podcast on Ross Video's website as well. We have a lot of episodes covering a wide range of topics in the world of production that you want to go back and check out. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes. We'll be back with more episodes of the show shortly. But until then, for Chris Lennon, our guest today, I've been your host, Tyler Thank you so much for joining us. Mm-hmm.